0: In Your Money today, Carolyn Wright looks ahead to this weekend's 11/11 shopping extravaganza. Good morning, Carolyn.
1: Good morning. The mainland shopping extravaganza that is Singles Day happens every year now on 11.11 or November 11th. And to find out how consumers are feeling and what they are likely to spend their cash on this time around, I'm joined by Britton Russell, who's a partner at global consulting firm Alex Partners. Thank you for joining me today, Britton.
0: Good morning. Welcome to be here.
1: So first off, if you can just do a quick explainer on what Singles Day is and why it's become so big as a shopping extravaganza.
0: No, happy to. So Singles Day started, I think this is our 15th year of Singles Day. It was originally created uh, by Alibaba, essentially. Uh, It was a manufactured manufactured promotional (laughs) event, essentially, is how it started. And it started as a way for essentially singles to recognize the fact that they were single and celebrate it. Uh, and where Alibaba in, in ingeniously sort of built uh, a, a, an avenue to this was around, you know, that it was a way rewarding themselves for being single and, and doing so through shopping. Uh, so it started, you know, with, you know, you know purchases for themselves uh, and sort of built from that. Um, I think there were not really that many other other events or promotional events that were really done uh in china at the time and has grown steadily for you know the singles now represent more the date than it does the fact of people being single uh and it's celebrated from everybody from singles to families to seniors now and seniors is one of the the new segments that we're starting to pay attention to um and it's now grown from essentially zero 15 years ago to the world's largest shopping event both physical and uh online
1: wow i mean that is that is pretty incredible considering you know we have events like black friday in the u.s it's very well established but looking at how it might go this year economic recovery in mainland china's been kind of quite shaky post-pandemic so what are your expectations for sales volumes for this year and and how does that compare well
0: this is i mean we've been traced we've been looking and and looking at singles day for the last six years um and if you went back to last year as we were coming out of covid you know really the sentiment was probably at one of its lowest points where people you know so we were looking at sort of a five percent increase this year ironically it's uh we're looking at three times as much, you know, sort of high double digit or high, you know, 18% uh, growth year on year. And I think what's happening, uh, and we'll see, uh, but what's happening is people are shifting in terms of how they spend, Uh, where before it was much more of an emotional decision, where it was, you know, celebratory or something special or a great discount that, you know, or a great product that you were interested in. Um, This year, I think, What we're hearing is consumers are shifting to focus more on sort of rational, sort of how do they extend their budgets and how do they take advantage of some of the discounts, uh, but leverage that to sort of extend uh, their finances further. And so we're seeing a shift away from sort of what I would say is an emotional uh, type of purchase to a much more rational purchase of, you know, what's the price, what's the value, what are the attributes? Well, how can I really get the best value for money that I'm looking for? And I think that may be given the economic challenges, I think overall in the economy, um, you're seeing a shift in a, an ability to leverage the event to sort of extend, uh, sort of how people spend their money.
1: So, so what are we going to see in terms of the sectors that do well here with this switch to the more rational spending? Is this people say, I don't know, up, upgrading their their washing machines maybe if they spot a good deal? <laughs> <laughs> what, what products I, are going to yeah, sell well? Yeah, I think well?
0: it's going to be more things like uh, clothing, um, you know, maybe some of the premium beauty products and cosmetics, uh, groceries, uh, and then you know potentially. Some some th- goods for the home, but it's probably more around things that they are purchasing already, and less around things like the big purchase or things like home entertainment or electronics uh, that that tend to be sort of what we saw in the past. So it's more of how do I either pull purchases forward or delay purchases to be able to leverage and capitalize on the discounts? Um, but things that that I'm I'm really thinking about that I would be part of my normal you know my my. Sort of my budgeted items, uh, and how can I and how can I build on that?
1: And in terms of the the brands that people are likely to be choosing, are, are they going for well known international names, more homegrown names?
0: Yeah, so I think we are. I think if we went back about two years ago was when we first started seeing sort of the, the focus or a shift towards more domestic brands. At that time, it was more around more nationalism and more pride in terms of you know, the ability and the types of brands that existed domestically Today, I think it's less around nationalism, but more around just the fact that you see more and more domestic brands closing the gap in terms of consumers' perception around things like functionality, quality, the materials they use. Um, So there's a more and more focus on, you know, what are the domestic brands able to do and they're rising to the challenge. And so I think that puts pressure on, sort of if you're an international brand, uh, you've got to work harder to show how your products are different and better and and compete in terms of value for money. Whereas in the past, they didn't have as much of a challenge in that.
1: Yeah, so they've got to, they've got to step up. They've they, got to earn it. They really do <laughs> have to earn it. Now now something else that's kind of interesting that we, we've heard a lot about happening in China is the sort of changing demographics. We've got an aging population there so are, are you seeing anything specific in terms of the older people and, and what they're looking to spend their money on
0: yeah i think it's I, I they're probably a continuation of the theme uh in terms of you know things like clothing things like home goods things like personal care um so i don't know that there's there's different uh, in terms of the types of products that they're focused on. I think it's an extension of the, sort of the overall theme that we're seeing in terms of rational consumption. But I do think what we are seeing and what's new is we're, the, you know, this whole concept around the silver economy uh, and where we uh, have an identified segment of consumers that will be participating in Singles Day uh, that are uh, e-commerce savvy. Um, that are very comfortable shopping online, uh, and then, but the, the the interesting thing is there is how will they shop differently? Um, are there different types of promotions? You know, are they more attracted to things like lucky draws uh, versus where younger consumers uh, are, aren't going to be? You know, that's not necessarily the most the, the, the highest in terms of where they would rank, sort of where they would focus in terms of promotions. Um, having things and having support for senior consumers, where you know if they need to talk to a customer agent. That that's available, or uh, just you know character size, you know being able to have the option for large type, um, are things that you need to think about. And but this is definitely a segment that's coming through, that's you know savvy around shopping online, that's comfortable doing it, uh, and is and is a growing population.
1: And do they have the, the cash to spend? Are they actually r- relatively rich in terms of the budget that they have to I, spend?
0: I think it's a it, it's going to be a mix. Um, in terms of, you're going to have, you know, certainly challenges around fixed income. Um, but I think you, you're certainly going to have a class that is going to be using their budgets to leverage the, the leverage of major shopping event and are, and are, are, is a growing population and certainly comfortable doing so.
1: And one last question. Will you be looking out for any bargains yourself?
0: (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) That's half half of the fun.
1: (laughs) Brilliant. Brilliant. Thank you so much for joining me today. That's Britton Russell, who's a partner at the global consulting firm Alex Partners.
0: Great. Thank you.